0: Gypsy Podcast this is Today I am happy to share the Project AAA interview with Adil Hussein Adil Hussein is an Indian actor who has worked in film and theater He has worked nationally and internationally And he has taught in theatre and film schools and universities in India and abroad. The audio interview was taken from Rosa Luxemburg Stase, Berlin, on 17th July 2017. Dear Adil Hussein, thank you and welcome to Project AAA. I have certain questions. Uh, First one is, Please say about your current research. Uh,
1: Well, mostly I had been working in films since last um, eight years and I did a piece of theatre in between for three years. Um, The area of focus was how is it possible for us to be in touch with our creative reservoir at will without waiting for that moment, like when things will happen and we are going to wait for that moment. But as an actor in theatre, on the stage and also uh, in front of the camera, I can't just wait. I have to deliver at the word go, third bell rings and I have to start and the director says action I have to deliver in my highest possible ability. So that area of research was that how I can be um, in touch with my most, most, um, how do you say that? It, It would be, it's like, how can I be in my best of my performing body so that inspiration flows and I just become the instrument? So this is the aspect is that being an instrument of the flow of the inspiration or I, in Indian language, I call it the goddess of creativity. I allow the goddess of creativity to take over my instrument. And that had been my area of focus since 2004. That was the area of research also. I spent three and a half years in Hampi in order to find that How do we do that? So what I have found is that if you train your body, now body does not mean only the muscles, body also means every aspect of the human being, which includes your thoughts, which includes your feelings, your emotions, your dreams, your aspirations, the entire being. So at the end of three and a half years, what I have found is that The thinking mind, which mostly tries to interfere with the creative flow, which makes you feel, which somehow uh, gives you the uh, false notion that you should do this. So how is it possible for us for, uh, or to, not to listen to that mind, that particular thinking mind because i consider mind is the entire being so not to allow the thinking mind to to tell you what to do instead of removing the thinking mind from the between the creative goddess and your instrument because our intelligent thinking mind I'm not talking about the highest intelligence, I'm talking about thinking intelligence, the strategic mind, the mind which schemes, which plans, you know, that mind. Um, How is it possible for us to, uh, to sort of make it silent and uh, not come in between the instrument, like becoming the flute of Krishna. The flute is hollow it has got some holes, so can I become the flute of Krishna uh, in order to be played by Krishna and I just become the instrument? So that um, that was the intention of the research and the fundamental or the crux of the problem that actors or creative people face is that we always listen to the thinking mind we do what we think we should do instead of what we really really feel like doing now feel like doing can be from the conditioned body like what we have seen, what we have learned, what we have been taught, what we you know but if we are in a quieter space within if we are in the larger body which we call the performing body in kuriyatum the actor's body not the adil the small adil but the larger adil and larger you are better you are as a performer because you would not react then you would respond and there's a big difference between reacting and responding reaction if you pull the thread of reaction you become reactionary But if you pull the thread of response, you become responsible. So I, the ability to respond is a responsibility. How I am able, and very, very able, not only little able, but truly able to respond. So my research, practical research, with the breath, with the emotions, with the thoughts, with the feelings, uh, with intuition, with instinct, all these work that we did for with the international group of people. There were students from uh, Germany, from Denmark, from New Zealand, from America, from Austria. Um, and we found a common way, like the exercises which got developed. I didn't know these exercises. Nobody taught me those exercises. After six months the book that I was, notebook that I was used to teach, you know, okay, this is the exercise I learned from Kali, this is the exercise I've learned from that teacher, this teacher. So that got over. And then I was like, what would I do now? So I decided to tell them that, okay, I know only this much, now you can go. But that morning, something happened. That I will be only telling them the truth that I don't know. And that morning, an exercise came by itself. I started instructing, and at the end of the exercise, which was four and a half hours long without any single break, I finished the exercise. Then we generally have our uh, lunch at ten thirty in the afternoon, in the morning, and in the lunch break is our sort of uh, question and answer time or the theory because otherwise you do practical only. The lunch break is the theory time. So one of the girls from New Zealand, she asked me, is it a Pratoskian exercise? I said, yes, (laughs) because I was scared that they will think, oh, he doesn't know what to do, maybe. But later, uh, after one and a half years of that incident, later someone, one of the girls who used to write down all the exercises I did, so I asked her, how many exercises have you noted down said some 300 and something so all of them i never did before it happened there and uh, so then i realized that this is the approach also to teach that you don't know and you'll find out in the moment if you are open for the inspiration to flow and so that is had been the area of research now i am since i am only doing films And uh, most of the time I'm doing films and in theater. So I am now personally practicing that. That I'm not going to think about what I'm going to do, but I'm going to read the script as many times as I can so that the five W's of Stanislavski, I know. Who am I? What am I? Blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to think about... And I learn my lines so that I don't forget the lines. And I just keep myself open completely and
0: thing allow things to happen this is the current position uh, you worked in different areas of theater as a stand-up comedian actor in mobile theater studied at national school of drama noodle hay and drama studio london and again under khalib the you have conducted a long-term acting workshop at Hambi. then acted in films in this background Uh, my second question is how do you look at your past works Um, I do look back at uh,
1: things which were not so creative but I do not judge myself and that is another area that I had worked very hard that everybody grows and evolves if one wants to one grows faster and if it doesn't want to or it doesn't even know that one can grow one grows but in a very slow process. Um, When I say critically, I mean that what I could have done better or what were the things which are missing in mine, the things which are missing which I just mentioned to you, that I thought that I can make it happen. But I realised that you don't need to make it happen because making it happen will include cliches, stereotypes. But when you allow things to happen, then it is srishti, it is creative, because you are creating, you are not reproducing, you are not uh, repeating. Creativity for me means that you haven't experienced it before, and because you are very individual, individual the word means you are indivisible, that means you cannot be divided, so you are unique. So when something comes out from you and deeper you, it is unique. So if I allow that core of mine, core means where my conditioning of the society and my past lives, if I may say, not only past life but past lives. If I can go and filter all this out of my body, of my thoughts, and I come, as close as possible to the core that means I am doing something creative so I haven't been that close before so my criticism uh, or my critical uh, reflection of the past is that why didn't I work hard (laughs) (coughs) if that is your question at all if I have understood your question so when I look back I see that uh, I used to make things happen. And it, is, it was good. It was not bad. It was good, it was quite brilliant. But it wasn't the best. It wasn't, not the question of best, it, was, it could have been truer. So one of my acting teachers, he said one day, in 2011, he said, Adil, you are a very good actor. So I started laughing. I said, sir, please, you know, tell me what are you up to. Don't beat around the bush. No, you are a, in fact, you're a brilliant actor. I've seen your movies And, but it's not good enough to just be brilliant. You have to be, you have to make sure you surpass that. So I said, tell me, you're my teacher, how do I do it? He says that (laughs) try to be truer and truer and truer in the moment. I said, tell me, how do I do that? He said, you'll find out. And something magical happened, which is a long story. I'm not coming to that in 2012 while doing a play something happened and i was surprised what happened something which is to the point of absolute deep connection which does without the like the audience especially him my teacher felt something which i thought and uh, he said after the play he said i asked him that you know what do you what do you feel about the play He said did you think that I was that character I said yeah see it got transmitted to me without even telling about it It just got transmitted and uh, so something something magical happened so that's the day I stopped making things happen it's one day it's not a graduate of course I was ready for it I'm sure but that day from that day I stopped thinking about what I am supposed to do in a given space, whether in the rehearsals or in the performance. I don't know what to do and it will happen. So not knowing what to do is a place I think is the best. But of course with your preparation of not to even think about it what to do is a big problem. It's the most difficult obstacle that an actor can face. You don't think about what to do is the most scary thing. You're almost like jumping from the cliff without a rope. Either you fall and die, or you fly. So I decided to jump without the rope, and I flew that day. And from that day onwards, I have, acting has become a pleasure and a joy for me. Otherwise, it used to be a burden on my shoulder to be good, to be better, you know, all that
0: nonsense. Yeah. As an acting teacher, you develop your own methodology and you have evolved it over time. The last question is: what do you have to say to the young generation who are in the area of academics and practice? I
1: don't know if I'm qualified to give a message, but I can I can definitely share my views about what could be helpful for the contemporary actors, practitioners of art as a whole, not only for actors, yes, because acting is my forte, or the, the, the practice that I do, I feel that it is important to pose some questions, not intellectual questions only, but the basic fundamental questions. Why do I act? What is it? It's nothing wrong or right about acting or practicing to become famous, to become... You know, know not to earn money but i think if you look at the current society that art can become a, a practice where it may bridge the uh, different extreme opinions that people have about truth any kind of ideas any kind of uh, person personal individual person it can bridge that gap it can create spaces for dialogue which is art should do. It it will enlarge your heart. It will allow you to look at the same truth from different perspectives. So if we if we somehow really realize it, not only belief in intellect, but really physically, if you have realized it, if you have experienced it within yourself, then only it is possible to impart the same message, if you can say, to the other. If I do not believe in it, if I only believe in it only for the sake of the play, but not practice it in life, I must practice in life the fundamental truth why I do what I do, and especially practice of art. If I do not believe in it, and if I don't practice in it, and when you practice it becomes wisdom, because you find so many ways to transmit to communicate in a deep level with the other person. So I think a practitioner of art, um, after a certain point of time, may ask this question, that why do I do what I do? What is the intent behind? When I say intent, it is not, what, not an intellectual thought, oh, I am practicing art because of the goodness of society. It is not a thought. Is your energies, that means is your being inside actually feel that or am I just trying to be noble outwardly, not inwardly? Do I really believe, do I really, have I become that person? It is not easy to become that person but you have to practice it uh, with a lot of vigilance constantly in life to become that person that yes, what I do is not only good for me but it should be definitely good for me. Now when I say good, it's not about wealth, physical wealth, it's about inner wealth. It's about largeness of your thought, your ideas, your, your uh, heart, if I can put it in an esoteric way. But also, it is also good for the other, or others, or the society. And if that can be kept or understood or realized, I think
0: the world will be a better place to live. Thank you for your time. Pleasure. Thank you. Okay. And this episode ends here. Techno Gypsy will come back with another one. Thank you.